Hello, hello everyone. Welcome in. This is Jerrica J. Red Brumfield, your host, here tonight with the fourth episode of All Things Thursday. So come on in, come on in. Hello. Whenever you come in, let me know where you're coming in from and also share your live, the live. We are going to call in our guest on tonight. This is going to be a great episode. We are talking about the devil think he is clever. Let's get our guest in on tonight. Hello, coming in from Baltimore. Here we go. And we're going to turn it um, so that when he come in. Once again, let me know, whenever you come in, let me know where you're coming in from, and also share the video. We are about to get started. I thought it was going to go side by side today, but we are about to get started. Hello, Mr. Donald Anderson, Donald, uh, Chris, and Terrell. Thank you all for coming in. We have tonight with us Mr. Roderick Miller um, on tonight. And so, Roderick, if you could suggest introduce yourself, let us know who you are, a little bit about yourself. Your phone is on. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Is everyone able Hello? to hear? Is, is everyone able to hear? It's like you're going in and out. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. Everyone, let me know if you are able to hear us. And we just want to make sure you're able to hear because this is going to be very, very good tonight. We don't want you to miss anything and um, anything that we're um, going to be saying tonight. Okay, someone said that they can hear. 
Okay. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. So if you could to just introduce yourself, let us know a little bit about who you are. Well, my name is Roderick Miller, of course. Um, I'm from Columbia, Mississippi. I, um, I'm 36 years old. And I'm basically just a man who's who's just out here trying to be the best man I can be, you know. Uh, I have four beautiful kids. Um, unfortunately, one of them passed away uh, two years ago. And just out here trying to touch lives and make, you know, people understand that, you know, life is is what you make of it, basically, you know. And God is... He's on all our sides. That is um, correct. So, 36, you said you have four children. One of them have passed away. Um, I know that is not easy with anybody pass away. But um, I know we're going to get into that. But can you tell us about your story on tonight? I can't even hear you. Hello? Yes. So yeah. can you tell us about your story? My story? Okay. Um, basically, yeah, like I said, um, I had a child to pass away, and it's been tough. I um, I also, uh, if anybody's wondering, The Devil Think He's Clever is also a book that I wrote. And uh, in this book, I dealt with a lot dealing with me on how I overcame a lot of obstacles and, you know, overcame. That was just, you know, a lot of men go through. You know, we go through, we go through a lot when it comes to uh, women and trying to live right and just trying to be better every day can be a battle, you know. So with me, I've overcame a lot and I've also failed, you know. But um, my situation is uh, nothing can keep me down. I'm always, uh, a challenge is always what I'm about. And, and just being better day by day. Uh, me losing my daughter, it was, it was devastating. And uh, it hurts. And at times, I don't want to be here. You know, I, I wanted not to kill myself, but just give up on life, you know. That was something that was just, I wouldn't wish on anyone. And it really changed my life for its perspective on how I look at life, period. You know? And it's, it's definitely been 
a very hard battle, but you know, with God, you know, he 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 showed me a lot and I just keep moving regardless. So how old um were you when you lost your child? I can't hear nothing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't hear anything. Do you have any headphones? Yeah, it's like a like an echo. You may want to take your headphones out. Okay. What did you say now? How old were you when you lost your child? Uh, I was 34. Yeah, it was just two years ago. 34, two years ago. And you yeah. said you have, um, you have four children. Are you raising your children? Are you a single parent? Are you still... Do you have all your children? No, no. I have uh, four children, and like I said before, um, life definitely uh, was definitely uh, when I was younger, running the streets. I um, end up having four different children, mother, and so. But I, I, I raise them the best that I can as a father. You know, I've fallen short, of course, but for the most part. You know, my kids know that I love them, and I'm gonna do anything I can for them. You know, so it's been it's been tough for them as well losing a sister. You know, because my my son is 13 and one is soon to be 15, so they understand. You know, and it hurts. You know, my my four year old she don't know anything about it really, but. She see a picture and she like, that's my sister. <laughs> so yeah. They don't they don't live with me though. So with losing a child, um, how did that feel to you in that particular uh, moment? And also I know you said it lasted it, it was two years ago. And what is it like now for you? Um, whew, that's, like I said, that's really a feeling that I wouldn't wish on anyone, but, uh, losing her, it was, it was really like unexplainable. You know, it, I got to the point to where, you know, uh, like I was saying before, like I know how feels like when uh, two old people been married forever and one of them died not too long later another one passed away that pain be so you know it be so devastating to the point to where I literally could have sat down and died like my my heart was so torn to if I would have sat down long enough and just gave up on life I would have been gone. Like it was wow. 
it was definitely uh, something that I wouldn't wish on anyone. A lot of people didn't understand. I got a lot of criticized, you know, about certain things that happened in the past. And people said I did this and did that. And people just, people gonna be people. They don't talk about you at all, you know. I, what kind of criticism can you possibly get in this particular situation? Who? Uh, a lot. It was like, you know, um, it was uh, me and my sisters uh, planned a trip before we found out she was sick. And, uh, and I had a little talk with my daughter when it was time for us to go. And I told her, I said, babe, I'm going to Jamaica. Um, you know, we, but if you don't want me to go, I won't go. And she she had just got through with uh, radiation and she was home for the holidays. So they sent her home. So um, her mom let her come over a few times, but for the most part, she wanted her with her, which I understood because, you know, that was a life changing experience. So, when I talked to her and told her, she was like, okay, daddy, you're going to be back before chemo start, right? I was like, yeah, I'll be back. I'm just going for three days, you know. So during this time, uh, people were saying, you know, his like his baby on his dying bed, and he wailing to make up. And that's sad. And, and I was taking money and that it was donated to us and I was on a trip with it. Yeah, it was it was definitely like wow, you know. And these were people that some I knew and loved and some I didn't know, but a lot of them was like you know, it, it hurt it. It hurt it. But, you know, like I said, I always knew that people gonna be people, so they never really bothered me. You know, when it comes to people talking about it, you know, because that's just part of life. You just got to be able to roll with it. And, and I refuse to let anyone take my blessings because of my anger at them, you know, hating on them or hate them. I'm never going to hate anyone for whatever reason that they might have. Everybody got their own opinion. So it's my... It's my place to just keep being right. Yeah. So. so around this time, I know we had talked about um, some of the things that you went through. So around this time when you lost your daughter, what else was going on in your life at that particular time? Um, I also uh, got hurt at work. The company I worked for, I worked for um, almost nine years, and uh, I was on the telephone pole and basically fell and did uh, some bulging disc in my back, in my lumbar. So I ended up having to have two back surgeries and uh, lost everything. I had my place in Louisiana. I lost it. Repo cars, repo, you know, had to move back home with mom. Uh, it was 
it was definitely a, a test of my faith because at this time, you know, as a man, it's, it's hard not to be working, you know. When you got three kids, yeah. at the time I had three kids to try to, you know, see about. And I was hurt and, you know, of course, people going to be people. They going to say, oh, he ain't hurt and, you know, but they don't see what's behind the curtains, you know, when I lost everything, you know, who would fake just to lose everything, you know? So, you know, as a man, it was real, it was real hard because I'm used to working. My dad raised me to be a worker, you know? And when it happened, had to move back home and got a lot of criticism about different things for us, me not want to do anything or not want to pay child support. Or, you know, it it just people being people, you know. Yeah. So that definitely was something that, that, that really and I had that and then, you know, right after that, losing my job, you know, I I lost my sister. I lost the sister as well. And um, that was hard because we were real close. And then I lost the grandmother, my dad's mom. And uh, life is definitely through it's, it's, it's different curveballs my way. But, you know, me, I'm not, I don't give up easy. You know, everybody, people don't even know. You know, some people don't even know what I've been through. And they see me, they see, oh, right, he's smiling. He, you know, he, you never know, you know. But my thing is, I'm a, I'm a fighter. And I'm, I'm meant to be something great. And I knew it. And everything that comes my way is like, okay, I got to be, you know, getting ready for the blessing. But kind of, no way I can stay down. You know? So it was definitely a lot going my way. You know, being a daughter in the house. So all this happened after she passed away, or all this happened before um, your daughter passed away? All uh, this happened before my daughter passed. For is wow. me getting hurt and losing a grandmother and uh, losing a sister. Yeah. Losing an aunt that was close. Yeah. All this happened before I even, you know, lost my daughter. What kind of emotions, like, this is a hard thing right here. What kind of emotions were you feeling at this particular time? I know I lost the job um, a couple of times, you know, and some people on here may have lost, you know, a job. Um, you may have lost a pet. You may have lost a car. You know, 
you may have lost something, but losing a child and then losing a sister and then losing this person and that person, what kind of emotions were you feeling at this particular time? Because it's not like you just, you know, lost a, a pair of keys or right. anything like that. This is something very, very um, more deep than that. So can you tell us like some of the emotions um, that was going through your body at the time? of all of this um, stuff going on? Um, for the most part, I'm going to say it like this because I look at everything, you know, with the natural eye and also in the spiritual eye, you know, and a lot of things that I was raised on for is knowing, uh, knowing the enemy, knowing the devil, you know, knowing when he's throwing things at me. Knowing, you know, that things are going to get thrown your, you know, your way, you know, and uh, I've always been type of where I thought about, you know, like someone would just tell me, get ready, some things are going to be thrown your way. You know? So, wow, it was, it was more of, uh, and, and, and what's so crazy is I, I was looking at pre. Uh, he wrote something about Job. He said, like the story of Job. And I was like, yeah. I'm thinking to myself, yeah, because I used to always read that story as a kid as well. And uh, and that was one of my, uh, I would say, it would, it would pump me up because, you know, I, w I would think about how he lost everything, but he came back. Twice is good, triple, you know, he got triple the blessings, you know, and so right. that that helped me out a lot with 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 some things, but it still didn't take away the hurt, you know. And it was it was really like I knew that the devil was attacking me on some things, you know. I knew that he wanted me to give up. I knew that he wanted me to curse God. I knew that he wanted me to just just call it a quit and just do whatever, you know, go out and just just be stupid basically, you know. And and so with with that with that happening like that, I just I just sit back and I just say, okay, if I'm down, I got nowhere else to go but you know. Yeah. But I will say that um it has been real hard and a lot of times, like now, even now, you know, I wanted to give up on life. I'm human, so at times I cry, you know. I miss my daughter tremendously, you know. I miss working, you know. I miss just being able to just be who people know me to be, just this guy that was just happy-go-lucky, you know. And, I'm going to do that anyway, so no matter what I go through, people will never know. I'm going to keep my eyes and keep going because I know that I'm good. You know, I'm breathing, so somebody out there might need you. You never know who's going to need you. Somebody might not be as strong as I am. Somebody might even handle this. Somebody might can't even handle losing, you know, a dog, you know, they're all right. 
why not be stand tall for somebody out there? Because you never know, you know. So that's why I just I continue to go regardless. You know? Nothing gonna stop me until I leave. I'm gonna be in this world with style, playful, you know, travel, and just continue to write. I, I got some more stuff I'm writing now. It's just the way God put me here. Without He know that I'm a strong individual, so that's why. I know that I got to keep pushing. Yes. That is very, very, very um, touching, honestly, because, you know, a, a person can go through, like, so much, and a lot of people just check out. You know, right. they can't take it anymore. They want to, like, kill themselves and some people do some yeah. people actually are gone because they cannot um handle all the stuff that that's coming at them um constantly um or the stuff that even come at them even once um some people just can't even handle it and they are um ready to go i know you said you felt that way have you ever just wanted to just like I'm done. I know you say you, you felt like you was done, but did you ever want to take your own self out at, at this point? Um, in a way, but at this, at the point that I was, I didn't have to do nothing. That's how much hurt I was in. I didn't even have to. And it was so what, much what did you mean? What did you mean you didn't have to? Um, you didn't have to. <clears throat> Um, it's more like my body, I was literally sitting in my car and, uh, the, the pain in my chest was so strong. It felt like somebody had a hold of my chest like this and was just squeezing. And when that happened, I can feel it like just, I was telling myself, if you don't want to be here, you don't have to. All you got to do is just, just just sit here and just give up on life and your heart will stop and wow. I, can, I, can, I can actually feel it, like literally and, and and all I had to do was just lay down I would have died because it was that much hurt because it was a lot losing a child people talking and me just want to be better but couldn't do nothing about it watching my daughter go from full of life in gymnastics to just all of a sudden the doctor says she has a brain tumor and four months i mean for four months every day we watch my daughter like in the hospital you know it was hard to hold that tears to try to talk to her and her you know and, and and honestly, she made me a lot stronger than 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 I'll ever understand because she didn't ever ask that or why that or why I me, mean, you know, why I gotta go through this and why y'all crying. She never asked us anything. And and I know she could see it because our eyes were red every day. Me and her mom would take turns 
leaving out the room because we couldn't we couldn't take it. You know, it was just that much pain. And then on top of that, you know, and and, and, and trying to come back to reality. And the hardest thing, the hardest two things that happened that just made me want to just give up was her last day here telling her it was okay to rest. You know, that was one of the things that really just was hard because I knew she was holding on to me. And once that happened and she, like, not even five minutes later, just, I watched, I watched her mom hold her and we watched her take her last three breaths. And that was tough, you know. And then wow. once, that, once that happened, her mom went to sleep, like was holding her. I ain't gonna say she was asleep, but she was just there. And just watching how strong she was trying to be. And them coming in there, and they told us to go to the back. And when we went to the back, I messed up and came out and seen them throw my baby in a body bag. And wow. Just, it just was, was and, and, and that feeling made me just say, okay, you don't even have to be here anymore. Just give up if you want to. You don't, I mean, you don't even have to, I didn't even have to take a gun, I ain't have to slice my wrist. All I had to do was sit there and just give up. That's how much hurt was in it in within. That is something that you said that um, you didn't have to kill yourself. You didn't have to uh, pick up a gun. You didn't have to slit your wrist. You didn't have to pick up pills and overdose. Just the hurt alone messed up your insides, it messed up your uh, mind, it messed up your bones and your organs itself. And if you would have just made up your mind in that moment and said, just, this is it, you would not be on this live today. Right, right. And I I know we, um, it's just like, like you said um, one time, it's just like how the older people, when they lose someone, and then a couple of days later, the other yeah. one is gone. Oh. So that is like the same feeling that they get. And I mean, the reason why they pass away, um, be yeah. because it's so much. Wow, it's it's so much it's so much hurt, and I can see how you know they say you know, Mr. Johnny passed away. You know, and it's like I can feel that now because Mr. Johnny just was laying in the bed. You know, most mostly that's what happened. You don't, it don't be no real bad cause. It's just they gone. You know, and that's because they was, they loved that person so much, and they cared, and that the the grieving hurt is so bad to where it was like, you know, they might as well go too. You know, and so that's that. That is. That is 
heart touching. <laughs> Everyone, we are on with Roger Miller. We're talking about the devil think he is clever. If you have not shared this video, share the video, like it. Also, we're going to be doing a giveaway as well for those who shared the video. So make sure you share the video. This is a very, very um good story. Um, I believe that somebody's life can be changed and impacted by it. So whenever you come in, please um, share the video. Um, and so you said that you was this close. If you wanted to, you could um, leave here. What was it that kept you here? What what was it a thought? Was it a person that walked by and encouraged you? What was it that changed your mind from just like wanting to, you know, give up at that particular moment? Um what happened was I like to drive and ride when I'm when I'm have a lot on my mind, I just ride. I just drive. And uh I ended up at the mall, I mean at the theater. And I was just sitting there and I was contemplating on this. I could see the picture as, as clear as day. You know, I can see my mom driving up and friends driving up and everybody knowing that I literally just died in this spot, you know. And so you had a vision of your death. Right, right. Wow. Right. So and so when it when it happened. I looked up and I love to go to the movies. I go see whatever. I just love to go to the movies. It, it helps me relax my mind at times as well. So I looked up and there was a movie called The Shack. And uh, it's also a book. And my mom made me read this. My mom used to make me read books all the time when I was younger. And so as a kid, I read this book. And, uh, and I thought about the book, and I was like, I wonder if this is anything like the check that I you know. And so me going through that, I'm talking about I blushed, I read, I done crying. I just don't want to be here no more. And some just said, you know, go see if it's like the book. And uh, I, went, I went and watched. And... Long story short, the man went through the exact same thing, but in a worse way. You know, his daughter got killed and everything. And this man had to forgive the man that killed his daughter in order to to live, basically. You know, and wow. was, that that blew me away, and so. I had I had four long months before she even though it was hard, I had four months with her well short to to be with her before she passed. But this man lost his child from, from getting beat. She got beat up and she got raped and then she got killed. And I was like what? Ain't no way I would have been able to live through it, you know. And if he can do that through that, and I can do that through this. And who's to say someone won't see me and be like, wow, you know. 
even though you know some i know some people that lost a child at birth and it hurt you know yeah so maybe that might happen and they might say well my situation not as bad let me put this gun down because a ride can make it then i can make it you know at least he had 10 years with his daughter and i know it's killing him so even though yeah carrying your baby for nine months and then losing probably would be devastating i don't know how to feel but i'm pretty sure it'll be devastating so i don't know what it was about you know god put me in this situation but i do know that i got to carry on because someone out there needs needs to hear this yes what we go through it'll be able to help someone else's life and your story and your um testimony of what you have went through and what you have overcome will most definitely help somebody else um get through their hard times of of losing a child Someone says, did the drive for your book come before your loss or after your loss? Um, actually, that's that was another thing that happened. I wrote the book in 2013. That was before, right before everything took a turn. And uh, I was at work and... I always wanted to write, and I, I um, some just said take out, so I took out that day, and I sat down at like six o'clock that morning, and I didn't move to six that evening, and I was just writing. And when I looked up, me, I had paper everywhere. I had been writing all day. Wow. And 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 it was just based on my life and things that I I faced and, and uh, things that has happened for when I was out there just living a life that I thought that I was big and bad enough to do, you know. Because for one, I was raised in the church, you know, from, from way in the beginning all the way up to 18, I was, we was in church at least two times, two, three times a week. And so my thing with the situation with my book was, I knew how it felt to be in the church and not want to be there. And Uh, I knew how it felt to read the Bible and not understand, you know, what it was saying. So. I wrote this book because the devil didn't want, don't want us to, to be able to comprehend what it said to help. Uh-huh. So my stories are very relatable to people, and they're like, "Oh, that's what that scripture means." I never knew what that meant, but I put it in like a story. And my life happened, and then I put the scripture behind it, and then they're like, "Oh, that's what that means," you know. And so, 
it, it, it's really like I think the book helped me along the way now because I pick it up and read it now and be like, man, how did I, you know, I wrote it before yeah. this happened and now I got to live up, to, basically live up to what you write about, right? You know, now you got to apply to your own life. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, and yeah. that's definitely how that went. So it was actually before everything happened. The devil think he's clever. Why that particular title? What does that mean? Um, for the most part, the devil think he's clever. I was actually just sitting there and basically he don't want you to know his tactics at all. He's very manipulative he's always trying to uh, get us to see things the way they are but we think they are you know and so what made me title it that is because uh, he will try to in one hand have us looking at a situation that we're going through and we think it's all good and we looking at it and we focus on that and all alone in the other hand he's stabbing you in your back he's basically trying to kill us you know and that's the cleverness of him he he, he distracts us with all kind of situations just to try to kill us you know, and so wow, that's exactly why I because at the end of the day, I know what he's trying to do. You know, so that is good. Um, how you said that the devil will put something in front of you to try to distract you from what he's actually doing in the background to kill mm -hmm. you. What are some things that he put in front of you that you fell for um, and you didn't know what he was doing in the background? What What are some of those things? Um, one of the main things for me was, uh, I would say, uh, a woman, sex. You know, uh, I... I was a guy who didn't like to be alone. You know, when I was in college and around from 19 to, well, 18 to almost 30, close to 30, I loved the woman, you know. I, I had to, I, I needed to be alone. And I was faced with a, with a lot of temptation and I, I will say I failed a lot, you know, <laughs> and yeah, and it took me to understand that he was attacking me on every corner, you know, and, and and I'm just thankful because you know all the things that I did, you know, God protected me, you know, I was 
I was a man that when I turned like I say about twenty eight, I was watching a commercial about STDs, and I was like, I'm finna go get tested. And so I was, I was scared to death to go to get tested. And once I got there, and I said, Lord, if, you, if I ain't got nothing, I ain't never getting like this no more. Like, I was. Just like everybody, Lord, if you get me out of this one, I ain't going to do it no more. I ain't going to do it no more. That's exactly how I, I was really just, I was, man, it was crazy. But, you know, that was something that he attacked me with and in and out of relationships and. Um, I really know that, you know, without knowing at the time that a lot of things was generational curses, you know? Yeah. And so not knowing, you know, my dad has eight, nine kids, you know, his dad had 15, 16 children, you know, from what wow. he told me, you know, and then, you know, on my mom's side. You know, my mom ain't got, it was just, it's just me. So, but it's a lot of, my grandmother's dad had a lot of kids, you know, and her dad has a lot of kids. So my mom's dad had a lot of kids. So it was a lot in there, you know, and the devil knew exactly what he didn't want me to know when it came to the situation. So that's why, you know, you got to know the enemy. You got to know what's going on. Because that's good. He, he's clever and he's always trying to get us to not understand what we need to understand just so he can kill us. Yes. So you said that your parents had a lot of kids. Did you ever look at that and say this stops with me I'm not going to have all these kids I'm not going to have all these baby moms did you ever think about that um, at the time no not at the time because I was too busy being manipulated I was too busy being distracted by what he had right there you know I was too busy even you know at the time, it was like, I knew that it was wrong. You know, I was raised to know, you know, you don't supposed to be having sex with all these women. You don't supposed to be having sex till you're married. You know, I knew all this stuff. But it was just something about me, within me, that just was like, hey, I'm going to do what I want to do, you know. And so that's why I did what I did, because it was just... Felt good to me at the time. At that time. <laughs> but it has so many so of the consequences many. and so. all this stuff behind it. So if right. you listening out there, listen to Brother Roger. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so we got one more question. Um, what did you expect for the next part of your journey going forward? What do you expect for your next part of your journey going forward? Um, truth be told, I expect a lot of blessings from what I've been through. You know, um, 
I expect things to change for the better for us. When it comes to my book, I really believe that it's gonna it's gonna be something great soon. And I believe that uh I'm gonna touch a lot of people with the book and with my testimony. And what what I look at every day for myself in the future is to just strive to be better, you know. Strive to 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 show someone that it's okay to go through this or it's okay to go through that. To just be the best version of the book ride can can be, you know. I I look at yeah. things, I look at things when uh in the Bible and different great books and I say, what if I say to myself, what if you was a book? What kind of book were you? Uh, and so a lot of times when I do certain things now, I think about that book. And like, would you want that to be in that book or would you want it to be this one? So that for me, it is just being better and to show someone because God put me on this earth to go through other things. So I can show someone that there's a better, better way, and I got a, I got some more books that's that I'm writing, and that's what I that's that's my future. You know? That is good. That is good. Any encouragement to the men that may be listening, and also um, young men that may be listening? What would you like to say to them? Yeah. Um, one thing I will say is you got to be yourself. Be the best version of yourself you can be. Don't let nobody tell you that it's wrong for you to do certain things that God has put on your heart to do because you're going to get that a lot. You're going to get people to say all kind of negative stuff to you, you know. And the best thing to do is follow Follow what you think you need to do and do it, you know, and and to understand that it's going to get hard. It's going to get real hard, but it's not how hard it's getting. It's what you do after the test is hard. That's, 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 what, that's what the story is all about, how you react to the things that, that you're faced with. Yes, that is good. So this is, this concludes the night. If you all enjoyed it on tonight, you could just give us some hearts and also comment um, how you enjoyed it as well. We are here with Mr. Roderick Miller. He talked about his story on tonight. We did have some technical difficulties at the very first beginning, but I do believe that this story will help somebody and will change somebody's life. And so thank you all for coming in. And we just want to um, say a prayer with you all at the end of every single one of them, because we cannot do anything without the help of God. And some of you may be hurting right now from a loss. Some of you may be hurting from different things right now at this particular moment. 
And so I just want to private you real quick in this very moment, even as um, the story had went out and if Roderick would like to, he could as well. Um, if you want to. No, you can go ahead. And so God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this time. We thank you for this night. Thank you for everybody who logged in. Um, and we also thank you for this story on tonight. And some people may be going through some type of hurt right now. Some people may be going through some type of um, depression right now. And God, we ask you for your healing in their heart, your healing in their mind at this particular moment. Lord God, we know um, some certain things may have happened in the past, but it all works together for the good if we love you. And so I just pray, Lord God, that you just help those who are listening at this moment and to just give them um, that endurance and help them and give them that peace that they need in this particular time um, of their hurt. In Jesus' name, I pray. Thank God. Amen. Amen. And Amen. I hope you all just be um, blessed. This is episode four of All Things Thursday. The devil thinks he's clever with um, Roger. Um, he also have a book. So if you want to tell them about that, let them know about your book and how they can um, contact you and reach. Okay. Um, four is my book. Uh, actually, to get it, you can contact me on here, uh, Facebook, for the ones. Just inbox me and let me know if you want one, and uh, and I'll we can you can inbox me and I can get it to you. And that's that's the way I like to do it. I I like I, it, it's definitely something for me to do. So you ain't gotta go to no links or anything. Just come straight to me, straight to the source, and I get it to you. Come straight to the um, source and get your book. The devil think he's clever. He got more up in there about his book. So just go to him. Also, we'll be doing the giveaway for those who have shared it. The giveaway will be tomorrow by 12. And so thank you all for coming in. Thank you once again, Roger, for coming in and telling us your story on tonight. Somebody said, how much is your book? Uh, they're $10. I'm asking for ten dollars. Oh for wow! Yeah, only ten dollars. Look at only that. $10. Only ten dollars. So, uh, e uh, I about to say email inbox him and let him know if you want a book. Only ten dollars, and he will get it out to you. And so, thank you all for coming in. Y'all have a great night, and don't forget share the video. Let somebody know that we were on tonight. See you all next Thursday. If you would like to be a featured guest on the TV show All Things Thursday, please email allthingstv19 at gmail.com. That's A-L-L-T-H-I-N-G-S-T-V-1-9 at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you.